This episode of A Gentleman's Cough Law Podcast is sponsored by Phoenix Shaving and Audible.com. You are listening to The Gentleman's Cough Law Podcast. Listener beware. Rise and shine, the liquor store is open. I ain't got time for moping. I best be on my way. Well, I still got time to save my reputation. Time to go day drinking. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Gentleman Scofflaw Podcast, the podcast for the rebel and the renaissance man. And I said the first podcast I said was podcast, and I think it's because I'm with Zach with his uh, uh, Buffalo accent. Yeah, we, it is a podcast. <laughs> we've got a special guest in <laughs> studio with us is Zach Anner, comedian, writer, uh, filmmaker, author, actor, uh, host, Extraordinaire, mm-hmm. and then as usual, Donovan Fowler and John from the Great nothing. White North. <laughs> yeah. He gets I got the, no titles. He did no titles. Donovan Fowler the first is what I like to be called. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. Uh, it's I just moved to Los Angeles uh, on Tuesday, and last night was my first night alone in an apartment. Well, I, and I have a bed and a couch, and you know what else do you need? There you go. That's it. Well, were, coffee pot. Uh, that's all you need. Coffee, coffee pot. pot. I I have a Hot Nespresso plate. machine. Oh, oh you awesome. do. Well, that's is that because you because you saw George Clooney in the commercials? No, it's just because it's the, the the easiest coffee that I can make. <laughs> it's true. And it's true. also, it's like I. I I like. It. I was like looking into recycling because I like to pretend that I care about that. <laughs> um, As we and all do. They have a way to recycle those pots. Really. But you have It's like it takes like a week to recycle. Like a uh, there's like five different processes that it has to go through, Whoa. and this is how awful it is. You have to drop off your used Nespresso pods at Sur la Table. <laughs> like that's the way we've chosen to recycle. You go to the most snooty store and drop off a bag of your garbage. But it's, yeah. Oh. It's like, it's like uh, dropping off your car battery at a at a mechanics or something to recycle that. But yeah. it's uh, it's the hipster version. It's the high class recycling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it probably takes like uh, I don't know ten gallons of water. All that all that good clean water we just got to get us out of the drought. My brother got me this machine for Christmas that hasn't come in yet. It's like um, it's one of those Kickstarter things, and it's basically an espresso maker. That's like a smart house espresso maker. What? That'll like reorder your beans when you're out, what? like before it's out. Um, you could like hook it up to Alexa and and say, "Hey, make me a coffee," and it'll do it. But it's I don't think we're gonna get it that's until the am- end of the year. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, You'll never cool. see that. I know that'll never materialize. <laughs> what about you, John? How's your week going? Well, I'm still thinking about that coffee pot. Uh, what if it goes rogue, like in Terminator? Yeah. And then, well, or oh. what? What if it? What if you flip it over and the bottom says "Made by the NSA"? Oh boy! <laughs> Just listening to your coffee room banter. Yeah, exactly. Hey, let's get. I forgot to do this. I, I you know, what we call a housekeeping on the show. Mm. Uh, we are all drinking some 
Monkey Shoulder Scotch, uh, blended malt Scotch whiskey. The bottle is um, empty. It is empty. It's an empty bottle, and uh, it's it's a uh, it's a tasty Scotch. I don't know anything about Scotch. I wonder. I've said that before. Are we allowed Scotch. to say what time in the morning it is? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you are. You're still on Austin time. This yeah, is yeah. I mean, it's fifteen past noon here. You know, drink yeah. whatever we want. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's eventually we're going to become alcoholics doing the show. Well, you know, it's a it's a small price. Like anything today. else, Jordan. If you put your mind to it, you could accomplish anything. <laughs> it's true. That's a very Canadian way to look at alcoholism. I know, eh? <laughs> says says the guy who's drinking a Nestle Pure Life on the on the other. <laughs> I'm going to ask you what you were <laughs> drinking, <laughs> and that's what you're drinking. And, oh man! Well, I'm also smoking my uh, Stanwell brushed uh, billiard pipe, and in it I've got some Aristocrat, same uh, usual standby. Um, and uh, nobody else is joining me. Yeah, I'm, no, I, it's I'm fine. Going. But actually, oh, well, the smoke going. alarms in my apartment go off at the slightest hint of smoke. And he oh, has so let's see yeah, how this podcast goes. <laughs> yeah. We may be soaked at the end of if this. If we crash and yeah, burn, we we'll be. know. Yeah. So a lot of people, I don't know, people that are listening on this show that uh, they might not know this because uh, Zach and I go way back, uh, just like John and I go way back. And I don't know who this Donovan character. Donovan. Take that for the next time we need to make a Don, fake name. Yeah, Donovan. <laughs> Donovan character is, uh, who knows how long he'll be in the in this life uh, of, of mine. But um, yeah, Zach and I went to college together. Yeah. And, and well, we you, were you graduated though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did barely graduate because I dated a girl at the time that helped me get through the physics physics class. So oh. physics class, yeah. We don't. We, we can't go too into that, can we? <laughs> <laughs> what kind no. of physics was it? Uh, oh, of course, John Donovan. You always go for the cheap laughs. Like, uh, sex in space or something like that. <laughs> What does that even mean? I asked a NASA engineer if anyone had had sex in space. Go. Yeah, what they say? And they said, I don't think so. <laughs> and then it's like, well, this is why we need to get more people in space. Exactly. <laughs> That's why Richard Branson's doing what he's doing. You know, he just wants Real. to he wants to break that record. Oh, he's that he's probably done that. It's probably Branson has probably Sorry, had all gravity. sorts of crazy stuff yeah, done to him in space. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's the thing is like, how do you, I still don't know how you, this is getting, how do you contain the fluids? fluids yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. You, it's uh, <laughs> maybe sock. you need like a. There's probably a vacuum yeah. involved. But yeah, Zach and I, we went uh, <laughs> went to UT together. We were in a sketch. I guess a sketch and improv trip together. Yeah. Um, and the first time I ever. Uh, heard Zach speak, I, I was at the University Filmmakers Alliance and you had pulled in to the back of the room. We were all sitting down in the front and you were at the top of the stairs. Um, and you I said were, something really inappropriate, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. You were talking about uh, your oh, show. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and you mentioned how you had, uh, you had uh, slept with Tina Turner and that was my introduction <laughs> oh. to Zach. <laughs> 
this, this was like this was old school guerrilla marketing. I don't know if you were just going to all the clubs and you were like, if anybody wants to watch me sleep with Tina Turner, um, I I've got that, a show. Yeah, there was a there was a great. Um, that was a great pitch. <laughs> I lo- I love Tina Turner, but um, that wasn't true. Have you, have you seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Yeah, that my dad showed me that when yeah. I was like eight years old. That, so that started it, right? That did that start it. Uh, onesie amazing. that she was wearing. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and we um, well, I mean, in college we did lots of stuff together, but you. What, what 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 do you think was the most memorable thing we did? I, I honestly think the wingmen is the wing still man. something I I enjoy, but yeah. like um and then I I don't know. I remember uh always like going to the dorms and eating with you. <laughs> yeah, like that's true. you never turned down an invitation to lunch. Yeah, that's true. I still <laughs> yeah. don't. I still don't. We did a lot of Chipotle too back in yeah. the day. Yeah, um, and you we tongued it out because there was our dorms were just far enough away so that you could eat at Chipotle and get to the bathroom like with seconds to spare. It's <laughs> true. It was like clockwork from when I set my foot in the apartment in the dorm from when I get back from Chipotle. Chipotle. Oh, I was uh, expelling all of the uh, Chipotle. It really I just is an efficient business. <laughs> it is. Since it is an efficient business model. Did you hear the like the the the? Remember, like a year or so ago, all those people got a coli the from coli, from. Yeah, from I still from ate there though. Chipotle. I didn't yeah, care. I did too. But <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, so a lot of the people that got sick, they settled for money. And free Chipotle. <laughs> That's how strong that company oh, is. Like, man. I, they can get close to death and be like, I still love the burritos. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't realize we had a, too, in college, we had a, a radio show called We Is Radio. And it was very much like this kind of thing. Sounds like a really A little bad less structured. And we got we got booted off the air for not being funny. We um, did. And we, I thought we were great. <laughs> but I feel like that was the problem. Yeah, that was the problem is we th- knew we were great. But um, eventually we turned that idea of us getting kicked off the air into a a, a, a series which uh, we were in development hell for for two years. Yeah, that was <laughs> our first uh, experience of of what it's like to to pitch to a network and then wait around for ever. Yeah. Um. But I remember, and I caught some flack for this when when we were like we were pitching to one of the networks and and uh i remember t- talking to one of our buddies and saying like i think we should just make the show and enjoy the show and not get excited about this yeah and he he got real defensive of like this is a huge opportunity why aren't we excited and now <laughs> now we know that 90 percent of all good things never happen <laughs> It's it's true. Especially in this town. Especially in this town. Well, we what happened was we um yeah we had this show. Um, this was early on in the before web series were super popular before they were a thing, real or really a a big thing. So we produced it for the local. 
uh, student network, so it ran all over Austin on and local television cable access, and yeah. cable access. And then we released the episodes online, and eventually we ended up getting nominated for a Green Light Award at South by Southwest. Which and was streaming. the only time they had the Green Light yeah, Award, yeah. so nobody knows what that no. is. And then yeah, which was like nothing. Which if we found out, we ended up losing to the people from uh, that the had guild. the show, the Guild. We didn't even know about that web series. Oh, wow. Hugely popular at the time, so they were already. Pretty successful. Yeah, we she's lost out to way them. more popular than any of us now. <laughs> yeah. Felicia Day. Yeah, she pops up everywhere. Um, nominated for a streamy <laughs> for an audience choice streamy. I think that was you pulling strings, though. That was back in the early days of social media, where I was like, "Everybody, go vote for us!" And uh, only one of us went to the to the award show in a tuxedo and sat in the nosebleed <laughs> section. Was that, and, was that you? <laughs> no, no, it was her friend Marshall. Oh, yeah. And and I remember Lisa Kudrow was hosting that. Yeah, and she, she didn't seem to want to be there at all. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> But if you guys want to watch old school Zach, uh, just go on YouTube and look up the Wingman uh, web series. And there's a good one. Seven episodes and then three that have never been released. Which are finished. (laughs) Which are finished. They just... What they're just on our friend Chris's computer or something? I want to know. I want to release them next February. Is the is the ten year anniversary? Of the yeah. of the first episode being released because we released it on Valentine's Day because we're like this will be great yeah. everyone will share this this <laughs> like show about four losers hosting a radio show on Valentine's Day <laughs> um, and, and so I say we just dump them all on uh, Valentine's Day 2018 yeah that's okay what we'll do all right we'll dump. it's amazing to me I still enjoy the show but how much we have evolved as people yeah. from from when we were making that show. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's something that I'm still proud of, but I would have done so many things differently yeah. and smarter. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's a strange thing watching that back. Cause I still yeah. laugh and it's just like, I still have things that I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Or we should have done that differently. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you can always uh, take the George Lucas route and just go in and uh, start uh, CGIing uh, you know, different animals in the background and stuff. To when I watch my stuff. old stuff, I do. I understand why he does that. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. just you can never let that stuff go. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's I, I get it. I he, tend to though sometimes with me is I just won't when I'm done with something I won't like other than like the initial release I won't watch it for years and then I'll go back and watch it and sometimes I'll for I'll forget I was like why did I make that choice yeah, why that's did a that weird, you know it's like and then you're like yeah. you almost like it it gets so far off into the weeds that I forget like almost even making it and like well, I don't remember doing that well, and I think that's why like you see like I, I used to hear these stories about how like Jimmy Stewart used to never like watch his movies like he would go to the premiere but he would just sit in the bar the whole time like he would never watch any of his performances and i think it's because some people maybe you know maybe you're perfectionists you know maybe you strive for better things as time goes on and you just know that you're gonna you're not gonna be satisfied with the original you know yeah with the original product well i think woody allen does the same thing right with all of his films (laughs) but he just doesn't watch them yeah, I think he he, he, he also cuts some together them and sometimes. The last time he sees it in the editing room, that's it. I'm a yeah, big fan I mean, of Woody I, Allen. But. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think he, he watches any of his 
stuff. And I think if he did, he might have made some changes to that Amazon show. <laughs> I haven't even seen that yet. Wait, what was the Amazon show again? What was the name of it? Uh, a Crisis in Six Scenes. Uh, okay, yeah. I, I had Sounds a, my, pretentious. My roommate watched uh, this yeah. one, the, the latest movie, did Cafe Society, and he said it was just so bad. Really? I actually yeah. enjoyed that one. I don't know. But like sometimes like, okay, well, I, Woody well, Allen I makes... Say, I shouldn't say it like that. That makes it sound like terrible. But yeah. like, I think he, he was saying it was more like... Well, blah. I think Woody Allen does two kinds... Of, well, he does so many different kinds of movies, but there are two like categories. He can make really like kind of artistic, some would say pretentious, or something that's kind of... That kind of makes you think. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's just like... He makes a world that's just comfortable and fun Scoop. to sit in and watch and and like enjoy for a couple of hours. And I feel like Midnight in Paris is like that. Oh yeah, I or love like, Midnight in Paris. Yeah, that kind of thing where I'm you more, kind of I indulge. Think I think I'm more I'm more on the line with what he does in Midnight in Paris and stuff like yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah, but we're we're not we're not those types of filmmakers. We're just talking about you know. That's, Remember that's those awful web series we did? Yeah. Like, we would make those better now. Yeah. They would yeah. still be bad. No, <laughs> well, you, you, I mean, bad you still do way. stuff for the web, right? I mean, you, I mean, that's the one thing is like, we, we're doing this podcast and stuff, but I haven't oh. produced a lot of uh, like sketch comedy in a yeah. while. I, well, I saw that Batman thing that you guys did. Uh, yeah. Uh, we were the other day, we back, were watching the, the Batman, wheelchair Batman. <laughs> wheelchair Batman trying out for Batman versus yeah. Superman. And that was, that was pretty funny. You know, was, I, uh, I, was I just that. I just got a part in something and uh like they asked me for a reel yeah. of my stuff and I was like really excited because I wanted to be part of it. But I don't have a reel. Yeah. So wheelchair Batman <laughs> Is that what you made, sent him? Made the cut for sure. It was brilliant. That I, I and when I'm running for mayor of New York City and promising that I won't text anyone pictures of my penis. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, for everything we're talking about, the links will be in the show notes on our website. If yes. you want to watch these things that we're talking about, I'll make sure to include all of them for hours on there. and hours of entertainment. <laughs> for hours and hours of entertainment, uh, and we'll we'll go to a we'll, we'll have a, a guest segment. Even though Zach's a guest host today mm-hmm. with us, we'll have a guest segment where we'll talk about your current projects and what you're working on and what you know you know your current your current career, which is. Uh, you know, far more advanced uh, than any of ours right now. Um. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, you're working. You're working on a movie lot, so that 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 that, that puts you a step above. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> John's like, that's I'm in Canada. That's all I need to say. <laughs> oh. Canada's got a great film scene. They do. They, they do really have some do. Good, some good and, stuff. And the government just shells out all that mm-hmm. money. Yeah, you got. That's what you got to find out, John. How do you get a hold of that National Film Board of Canada money sweet, to uh, make a, make a, a movie? You make what movie would you make if you were going to shoot right now there in Montreal? Terminator they Five. The spot? <laughs> <laughs> Did they do that already? I don't even know. No, that's, that's already been <laughs> yeah. done. Well, the thing is, though, Sorry, John, son. if you have any idea for a movie, like I think Canada, like the government, like threw money towards hobo with a shotgun. So, <laughs> true, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, just think of the Mad Max of Canada. <laughs> Just, you know, just instead of oil wars, it's uh, maple syrup wars. And but just wouldn't it be, it, it wouldn't be like Mad Max. It would just be like a 
just like irritated max irritated just like <laughs> just passes aggressive irritated max yeah. uh, slightly <laughs> off put max i, I think uh, up to the time, the most successful film, at least financially, that we made was Men with Brooms about curling. That was pretty funny, though. I remember it, seeing that. It was, but I, f- I find that if we don't rely on our stereotypes, then, like another one was Good Cop, Bad Cop, I think. Good Cop, uh, Ball Cop. It was about it, the, 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 the English, uh, French, uh, Canadians. Yeah. Uh, but again, with rivalry. the stereotypes, right? And I think if we don't rely on that, we don't seem to have a lot of sustainable ideas for a big cinema production. You, you know what you guys need to do is you need to just go full Revenant and just put yourselves <laughs> out there into the most dangerous, desolate parts of Canada and show people that Canadians can survive. The thing is, most of Canadians live within 30 miles of a U.S. border. No, exactly. That's my point. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, like actually get out there and push the limits and be like, okay, I don't think we make it back. We're going to kill some bears. I, we're going to cut down some trees. We're going to forge a civilization out of this wilderness. I went to Winkler, Manitoba, and that was pretty great. I, I mean, it's like, there's not a whole lot going on, but they had... They still had a Tim Hortons. <laughs> like, it was uh, like very flat and surrounded by nothing, and then still Tim Hortons. <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh, man. Tim Hortons is the worst place for what? coffee. What are what? you talking about? Tim Hortons <laughs> is the best. Terrible I coffee. What, I, I don't know what this is. They have, well, it's like, it's a chain. It's like a, a coffee donut chain. Oh, and it's like it's Duncan's. not as good as Starbucks or like Krispy uh, Kreme, but somehow it survives. <laughs> I think it's, and it's it's named after a hockey player that is. Yeah, it's true. Is, yeah. Talk about, again, stereotypes. Because we, we get Tim Hortons. I'm, uh, I'm originally from Buffalo. And yeah. there is like a. Like Tim Hortons breed themselves. It's true. (laughs) Like there's uh, Tim Hortons on every block. I was in uh, Detroit a month ago and there were Tim Hortons there and I was surprised to see them. I was like, I've never, I didn't know they existed. They go wherever people are in need, I think. <laughs> <laughs> wherever the, the, the economy like is suffering and people yeah. are suffering, Tim Hortons is like, how about a donut? <laughs> <laughs> when people are already, they don't care about the life decisions they're making. <laughs> I think it's not that. I think it's everyone loves a donut and yeah. it's comfortable. Comfort food. It's true. And in Buffalo, we need those things. <laughs> like we yeah, did because it gets snow like crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a snowy city, and it's like Canada, but not. Yeah, <laughs> it's but like with wings. Canada without the charm. Yeah, it's like Canada, but. <laughs> If, if Canada was angry. <laughs> you know, actually, I think that's Canada's problem. I think Canada needs a little anger every once in a while. Maybe they'd finally, you know, throw out that that 100-year-old monarch that sort of figurehead these days. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true. We keep perpetuating stereotypes on this show. Sorry, Canada. John. <laughs> um, let's let's go uh, to a little segment right now, a new segment that John uh, put together, oh, which no. we call "Would You Rather." You know that's an actual game already, right? 
Yeah, this is this is nothing new. But I'm in okay. Canada. We're behind on everything. We just got AM radio. <laughs> he, thought, he thought this was original. He Let's thought. Just, okay. Just, just, just well, I think like that it. they play this game on a lot of other podcasts, and so uh, so John, I'm going to let you host uh, this segment, and you can ask the questions here since uh, you came up with them. Actually, yeah, actually, it was uh, our good friend Fred Monslau that uh, texted them in to me. I told him that we were oh, really? looking for questions. So uh, it's okay. on. It's on him. All right. Well, thanks, Fred uh, Monsal. Good yeah. listener of the show. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we have Fred to thank for this segment. Okay. <laughs> what do you do, John? What do you do on this show? <laughs> I can't find them. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> all right. I'll read them. We're all right? looking at them. All right. We're looking uh. at them. All right. Would you rather? I feel like this sentence doesn't make any <laughs> syntax you? sense. All right, I'll read it anyway. All right. <laughs> Would you rather a leprechaun or a, <laughs> or a smurf? You need a verb there. A verb Would you there. rather what? Otherwise, the mind jumps to anything sexual right off the bat. That's just how we work. All right. Well, Would you rather a what? Or a smurf. A leprechaun or a smurf? Um, I guess a leprechaun because at least I can get some get gold some afterwards. Out of it. <laughs> I don't know. Depends on what we're talking about here, though, because I think most leprechauns are, are little men. So, and I, I know that there's at least one female smurf. I so. think he left the question ambiguous on purpose so that it could be interpreted in any way you prefer. It's, it's like a, a Rorschach test. blot. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't think. Sexual right away. <laughs> I thought, would you rather, um, would you rather hang out with a leprechaun or a smurf? Would you rather have a nice afternoon with? Yeah. Would you rather you get know, to know? Get some. Yeah. As a as a on a on a human. Well, I guess not yeah. humans, but on. Well, a- I think I think I would much rather hang out with a smurf yeah. than a leprechaun. Leprechaun is is. It's greedy. It's very, it's, it's, it's tricky. And, and Smurfs just have this great community and, and really strong uh, values. And, uh, and yeah, I think the Smurf, and I, I think I would also, um, like just part of that community means that like I could go around and fuck all the Smurfs. <laughs> and, and, and like they would be cool about it. It, would have a, it feels like a very free London place. All right, I'm looking at at the the rest of this list, um, John, and there's nothing really here that. I think will spark any interesting conversation. I mean, I'll read them here. We've got Christmas log or baklava, Oprah or Barbara Walters, and zebra or giraffe. I think you need to. You're I think sick. you need to talk to Fred uh, and see if he could uh, put some verbs in there next time. He's not always coherent. I'll do what I can. All right. So did. You- did he spend like two minutes <laughs> on, on the list? <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Let's let's uh, let's take a break for one of our sponsors, and we'll come back with a Yelp review. 
This part of the show is brought to you by Phoenix Shaving, makers of the most excellent aftershaves, shaving soaps, and all things traditional man. One of my favorite products of theirs are their aftershaves. Phoenix Shaving intentionally blurs the lines between traditional aftershave and classic cologne. Each batch of aftershave cologne is created by using traditional perfuming methods, giving the wearer a high dose of quality skin food matched by the staying power of berry white. Now I tell you this stuff is amazing. It'll it'll make your skin feel great after a shave and the alum and menthol just removes all irritation and razor bumps. Um, they have classic barber scents and even more creative soap and aftershave fragrances. Like my favorite is the tombstone scent. It smells like leather, tobacco, and gunpowder. Pretty unique. So ditch those vials of chemicals you buy at the drugstore every month and grab some artisan soap and aftershaves from Phoenix Shaving. Go to gentlemanscofflaw.com slash shave to help support the show and get some fantastic manly grooming products. Phoenix Shaving. Shaving outside the box. Sir Crowder's Restroom Review of the Week. Oh dear. Right, today I'm reviewing the Target in Burbank, California. For some reason, all these reviews end up back in Burbank, and I think it's just where I spend a lot of my time. Um, but uh, all right, uh, let's go to my Yelp review of the restroom in Target in Burbank. <clears throat> Zach's going to get on me for this because I think I'm I think I'm using on PC terms, but I don't know what the what the other term is for for uh, this kind of stall. So I'm just going to get know. started. Yeah. He's, all right. Yeah. <laughs> This handicap stall. No. <laughs> <laughs> let me go ahead and read it first, before, and then I'll let Zach uh, give me the tongue lashing afterwards. This handicap stall is the Cadillac of handicap stalls, spacious and luxurious. The stall also comes with its own garbage, changing table, and plunger. Moderately clean, a little noisy because of the close proximity to the employee break room. Three stars for this serviceable restroom. Okay, first of all, that's not for you. (laughs) And secondly, are you sure it was employees in the restroom and not just some poor dude in a wheelchair just banging on saying, like, this is the only place where I can (laughs) Oh, man. Um... I, you know, I, I, t- I'm gonna be honest. I took it because it looks spacious. I do, I do we have to say, we did a whole skit about how this is a bad idea. Yeah, it would be, it would be the most. I mean, I, I want to know. I want somebody to write in if they've ever had that experience of well, taking the handicap stall. Well, Zach, and- uh, we did this uh, thing for that's awesome, the old sketch show in Austin, and it was that bit where a guy was in the. Uh, what's the proper term now, Zach? Does it Ma- does it I don't know. I still call I've it always a called handicap. a handicap stall, and that was the name of the sketch. And uh, there was a guy using it, and then Zach came in and needed, and it was our friend Chris. Or uh, uh, needed, to, I was using the other stall. He really didn't want to use it, and then he ended up using the handicap stall because there was that's the only thing he could use, and he really needed to go. Mm-hmm. Then Zach came in, and he was in the handicap. There stall. were like, there were like, and then by the time he got out, there were like six people in wheelchairs <laughs> <Yeah>. waiting. <laughs> but then I don't know. 
I mean, you know, comedians and everybody, we all have the same, a lot of very similar perspectives on life, or there's a lot of crossover. Then it happened on Curb. It happened on Curb Your Enthusiasm, like a year later. And we're wondering if uh, you're poaching our, our ske- local I, sketch show. I don't think ideas. so. I don't think so. But <laughs> that, uh, that does seem like something that Larry David would probably like. It just seems like a Larry David moment. It does. <laughs> yeah. But that's a very nice review. I'll have to check out that restroom <laughs> if you're not using it. <laughs> it's Jordan's go to these days. I'll make sure to wipe down the seats afterwards. And that has been Sir Crowder's Restroom Review of the Week. Oh, dear. All right. Um, I'm very excited to have this next guest um, because he's been here all recording. <laughs> this is this is my apartment. This is your apartment. <laughs> Technically, a, you're having us as you're, guests. Yeah, you're my guests. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very nice apartment, by the way. Very Thank spacious. You. Nice apartment. Yeah, yeah. And a nice part of town. It is a nice part of town. Uh, we won't say where it is because it's an undisclosed bunker and uh, nobody should know where it is. Yeah. I would like some friends, though. So... <laughs> Well, I'll come hang out here during the week. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Zach. I mean, you got your hands in so many different pies. Um, but I wanted to talk about <laughs> so so many different pies. Um, okay. Cherry what are you pie? working on now? I mean, I mean, I know you you're here because you got some things well, you're working on. Can you talk about any of that? Well, uh, let's see. Well, I guess I I was on this uh, show speechless last week. Yeah, and uh, it's it's great because I've been doing some consulting for them. It's a it's a sitcom on uh, ABC where it's a a family where uh, one of the the kids has cerebral palsy, yeah. and it's just a really funny sitcom. It's like if Malcolm in the Middle had, if one of the kids had CP instead of like. Breaking Bad with one of the kids that has CP? Well, <laughs> Breaking Bad... See, here's the thing. I think this is, like... For me, Breaking Bad was a brilliant show, but it's like the one underdeveloped character is that kid. Yeah. Um, and what Kind of whiny. Yeah, and it's like, where... <laughs> Where are all the normal things that a teen goes through yeah. in Breaking Bad? Like Breaking Bad, the whole point of that character is to make you sympathize with Walter White. Whereas yeah. like Speechless, the, like everything is about just this family and, and they deal with real issues, but they do it in a really genuine but hilarious way. And it's yeah. just nice. Um, like I first learned of it when ABC was approaching like YouTubers to sort of share their thoughts on the show. And I did a review of it. I was like, Oh man, what happens if I don't like this show? Because, you know, this is pretty cool that ABC is coming to me. Yeah. Uh, And I was like, I'm going to have to turn this down if I don't like it. And then I ended up loving it. And the creator saw my review and just how I was responding. And he's like, would you share your thoughts and, and stories from your life? And some of them have ended up making it on the show, which is pretty sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. We, we've been watching the show since it come out. Uh, Lacey and I, 
really were a fan of it. And it's funny, like, because I didn't know that you it's, it's were involved, uh, you know, consulting with the show early on. And I was like, oh, I wasn't early, early on. on. They came on, like, I came on last, last, last five or six episodes. Last five or six episodes. But I remember wondering, I wonder, well, what does Zach think of this? I think it's really funny. And I think, like, you know, it's, it's, it's real about it. The, the character has some, um, dimensions where, like, I think you've talked about this before. And this, it actually funnels into, I'll, I'll go to a little listener question here because I think uh, it funnels in terms of what I want to say or what you might want to say about this. Uh, Podman Dan on Twitter asks, uh, what are Zach's thoughts on inclusion and accurate inclusion of people with disabilities in the media? And um, I mean, you could answer that question, but I think To that, be honest, I'm for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's the thing is like, right, when you watch a show and there's somebody with a disability on it it's like they're kind of like portrayed as this kind of saintly figure that you're supposed to either feel bad for or yeah. just think they're the greatest person in the world but i know you uh you're a dick sometimes yeah a dick and sometimes and sometimes i'm a sometimes i'm a good guy but most of the time i'm a dick and it's just like that's that's been something that's been really hard for media to grasp is yeah. that people with disabilities are people <laughs> like yeah. in that and they run the gamut of emotion and experience and and i feel like this is the first show that gets it right and i think uh like i think that this show doing what it does means that you know five years from now if you see a character in a show with cp people will just be like oh and then they'll they'll think about the rest of that character. Yeah. And, and the, for one show to do this, it, it, it's just, it's nice to be a part of it. Cause there's, I, I've been a part of a lot of things that I am not proud of. Mostly <laughs> that involve you, but, <laughs> but this, this is something where I can look at it and be like, this is actually changing perceptions and yeah. things. Plus, I mean, you get you get Minnie Driver on that show, which she is quite the dish. I've always thought so. I I first saw Minnie Driver um, at South by Southwest at, in Gross Point Blank. Oh yeah, and, and it was just like I never dreamed that I would be tasing mini driver <laughs> <laughs> oh don't spoiler alert no but i mean the character you played on the show i believe they called what do they call wheelchair lee. badass well uh, yeah wheelchair badass <laughs> and his name is lee lee but they've confessed to me that on the actual uh you know the board when they were coming up with story ideas they had uh, JJ, who's who's the kid? JJ meets a Zach Anner type, <laughs> and then I, I I actually came out and did the table read, and I, I'm uh, and they they basically it was like an audition, and I was like, yeah. I'm the worst actor ever. How's this gonna go? I'll feel so bad. And then I actually got the part. You, you so got the part that they wrote based on yeah. you. Yeah, so I can play myself. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. So a lot of actors make a career uh, do that. Speaking of Gross Point yeah. Blank and uh, John Cusack. I love John Cusack. Me too. He's got like, 
I, that's why he's so natural. Yeah. He's always himself. And then when he goes and does Edgar Allan Poe, it doesn't necessarily. <laughs> yeah. So is that going to be like a recurring role? On the I show? have no idea. Writers I it is because I really producers are speechless. If you're listening, yeah. I don't know why you would listen to this thing. Recurring role. The fans want a recurring yeah. role. Yeah. Yeah. Wheelchair badass. Wheelchair Batman. Wheelchair Batman. Yeah. <laughs> How can you work wheelchair Batman on the speechless? That's what we wanted. No. Nope. <laughs> but you also, uh, speaking of, of projects, uh, you also, within the last year, came out with your own book, which is a great title, by the way, um, called uh, If at Birth You Don't Succeed. Um, tell us a little bit about that. And I will say that I am disappointed uh, that there was no nude shot on the cover like you always said you would have on the, on the I, cover of your first I book. Did my, I have some nudes. I'm looking to leak. Yeah. But the the book is just sort of, it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, um, it's a memoir of, of short stories from my life, basically all embarrassing situations um, and what I've learned from them. Uh, and like, I think the, the title comes from, I was a premature baby. I was a crappy baby. Just the worst. I would n- I was not, I'm glad I was pre Facebook because I was just the, the most disgusting looking <laughs> creature you've ever seen and then you know you get that sort of start and sometimes it still works out but it's every embarrassing moment in my life compiled into a book oh awesome that's i wonder if you talk do you talk about uh well the time you slept with tina turner in there no i try to be (laughs) i try to be honest um and uh but uh yeah and then i didn't you guys had girlfriends and stuff in college, but you may remember that I did not have any. <laughs> and that's uh, it's a big arc in the book of, okay. of like searching for love. And uh, thanks for not helping at all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we Speaking dressed you up wingman. as a robot and tried to get you to hook up with ladies on an episode of The Wingman. If you guys want to watch that. <laughs> but you, I mean, you got praised by so many people. I mean, on the back of the book, I mean, you got Patton Oswalt, Oprah, John Mayer, Lena Dunham, Rain Wilson, The New York Times all gave you glowing reviews. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 really uh, it's nice that the people I really admire actually are responded to everything. And I'd love, I love reading like the Amazon reviews. I, I like reading the one star ones too. <laughs> <laughs> What's because your favorite one star review you've I, read? I think there, there was like the second review of the book too. It was like, this is so boring. <laughs> Quit after five chapters. <laughs> After five chapters, <laughs> like cool. <laughs> uh, what I wonder is, do, do they have to know that that uh, you're disabled to read this book? Is it like the Wanda Sykes character in Curb Your Enthusiasm when she's passing out her script? She's like, "Well, did you tell him I was black and they didn't like her script? Maybe he just didn't know that you were disabled." And he's like, "What is all this? He just sounds like a loser. Like, why? Why is? Why is he complaining?" Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just I the the disability has definitely opened a lot of doors yeah. for me, for sure. And I get I get a huge pass. 
yeah. for a lot of things. And, you know, that is, I feel like the part of being, you know, uh, a gr- in a group that's discriminated against is you have to find a way to exploit other people's prejudices. Yeah, for sure. Um, because, you know, we need, we need a leg up. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, yeah, definitely seeing the, the chair always helps. I always try and frame in the chair. <laughs> well, you, you do a good, a good uh, job of like, I've been around people who have met you for the first time. And I, I mean, I've known you for so long, but of disarming people with like what people are already like wondering and thinking. And you already like come out like right out of the gate and just kind of like, like on and rather than making it uncomfortable for them, they just laugh and realize, oh, I could, you know, he's a relatable guy just like me. Yeah. Yeah, I think you it's it's like in in that 8 mile movie. Eminem if you rap about all of your insecurities, then you will succeed. But if you're scared, then you know, you're going to be living in a trailer with Kim Basinger forever. <laughs> Alec Baldwin's life. <laughs> Most of the 90s of Alec Baldwin. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, um, if people want to get your book, where I mean, where they, where can they find it? It's a bookstore. Bookstore? <laughs> bookstore? I'm trying book. to help you plug here, uh, man. Plug the Amazon. Bookstore, Amazon, Indie Books, Audible. I read the audiobook, and that's... that's. Oh, well, uh, that's a good thing. People seem to enjoy the audiobook most out of all of them. Well, that's a good, you know what? I just asked you to give a plug, but I'm going to throw a plug in here. Audible is actually a sponsor of the show and you can get a 30 day free trial and download one free audio book. Why not get Zach's and hear him read his own book? That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Get that one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you've enjoyed listening to this voice for the past hour. (laughs) Imagine 11 hours of this. You can fall asleep to this voice. Is there anything about uh, about uh, the wingman on there? Because the wingman is all about finding women and dating, and you yeah, just mentioned that's a big part the of whole, it. The 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 wingman is actually the last chapter of the book. See, I'm going to be honest here. I haven't read the book because you, you said you were going to send it to me, and you never did. I, <laughs> go get it. It's in my. It's in. I brought four copies with me. Go get one. The right. paperback just uh, came out. All right. Well, there you go. I, 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 yeah, because I, I wanted to have one with an inscription on it, and I was like, well, Zach's gonna send it to me. So, and then you never did. No, I sent you my address like I three didn't, times. And I just, I, you this know what I, I was did? talking about? You being a dick. I, I knew, <laughs> I knew I wasn't gonna send it, but I wanted to keep stalling, so I had you send me your address. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> it's like I've been like this is like the the only way that would have happened is if I could have sent it and there was a post office like right next door to my house. I wasn't taking a special trip. <laughs> See, now you know. Even even uh, even yep. the disabled could be uh, a, a lazy jerks. All right, <laughs> they have an excuse. So. Now they're all gonna hate me. I just lost all the Zach's listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just lost Oprah. I just Jordan. lost Oprah. Gosh, Oprah. <laughs> well, um, I'm gonna turn over to a question from our our listeners. I posted up online that we were going to have you on, and we got some interesting questions. Uh, we got. I don't know if the tone of this questions fits for the show, but all let's right. read it 
okay. anyway. Uh, 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 John, do you want to read that question? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Donovan? I'll give it a whack. A spiritual guy. Zach, have you harbored bitterness toward God? <laughs> sorry. So sorry. Such a terrible guy. Hold on. Hold on. Let me gather myself here. <laughs> Nobody, nobody can read it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this might be an important thing. Maybe this is okay. Maybe God threw this in our path for a reason. Zach, have you harbored bitterness toward God for your condition before? Is that something you've had to overcome and see as something that has used for good, or do you hold a more purposeless stance on life and atheism? Gosh, I'm going to need, like, a whole bottle of scotch. <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm so sad. All right, let me answer this question, because I think, it, even though it's a huge downer in the most <laughs> negative way to phrase this, um, I think I know what they're getting at. And what, what I have come to realize in my life is that this having cerebral palsy is part of whatever my purpose is. And even when I'm struggling and pissed off, like sharing that experience and feeling that and, and um, making sure that other people know that it's okay to feel those things is also part of that purpose. And so I don't get bummed out about it anymore. I used to, when I was younger be frustrated that I couldn't do all the things that my friends did. But now it's like, um, I know that not only has this been, uh, a, a, a huge force in, in helping me to succeed in life, but it's also helping other people see that there is a path to success and, and that they can also, you know, follow their dreams and do what they want to do. But let me just say, that was a dick way to ask that question. <laughs> um, just because, uh, like, uh, I think you can, um, I don't know. It just felt like you, you maybe thought that life is harder for me than it is, which it isn't. It's pretty easy. I mean, it's, Zach is living it up in his own yeah, apartment. Kinda. He's got a great view of... Well, I won't say where, but of a courtyard. <laughs> my yeah. Well, it's like the, and I think that's a common misconception yeah. is that if you have a wheelchair or a disability, that the struggle is so hard that every day you wake up and you're like, "All right, I'll, I'll continue with life." I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll do this. <laughs> but it's not. It's not really. It's not been that way for me. I. I I enjoy life and I feel like having CP is definitely, I mean, it's not that bad uh, for me personally. I like it. Yeah. I wish that I could uh, get up on toilets easier. <laughs> <laughs> but, Go to uh, Burbank, man. Go to Burbank. That bathroom is really yeah, nice. Like, <laughs> speaking of toilets, I mean, before we started in your apartment, I uh, I went to take a take a, a leak before we got going. Oh, come on. And i n always known you as a bidet man. How come there's no bidet in your new restroom? Well, it's... <laughs> 
It takes a few bidets to get here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he's a king of puns on this show, Donovan. You've uh, lost your place. I, um, I, I, no, it's I it's ordered. It it's yeah. ordered. It's showing up on the 12th. Everyone can come and take their morning dumps in my toilet. It's going to be great. <laughs> I feel like, and I, I think, like, my big problem with the, the way that we view bidets in this country is every everybody everybody thinks, oh, bidets, that's so silly. That's gross. No, you're gross. You're gross. You're oh, the man. one that, like, who like, say you got a bunch of peanut butter and chocolate on your hands. Are you just going to go for a paper towel and be like, oh, yeah, that's probably good? No. <laughs> Oh, no, what, you're gonna, about, what about wet wipes? That's that's what, that's what I'm. That's well, that, what now I'm, now you're going the Terrence Howard uh, route. And, what did Terrence Howard say about wet wipes? You didn't hear about this? No. He said he would never date a woman who didn't use wet wipes. Oh, there was like an inter- a weird, creepy interview where he talked about this. I just feel like he's one of those people that the more you get to know about him, you're just yeah. like, I want to know less about. <laughs> Well, all right. We'll have to come over. I, I, I will say, I, um, I remember using it at your old apartment once. I tried it, and great. I was like, this is, I, this is hands not only it's hands-free. I brushed my teeth in a bidet in, uh, in Bulgaria the first time <laughs> I, I, I saw one. No, I, 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 did, I, I didn't know what to do with that thing. I was like, I was, like, I, I was so uneducated. I was, I was the uninitiated with bidets. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know how this works. Sorry. <laughs> you washed your face in it. Well, it, <laughs> it's, you know, I, I'm not one for the, the separated tubs. Yeah. I like the ones that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. are on the, the Japanese toilet style. Seats. Yeah. 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 The Europeans do it separate. They're, they're a little behind the times. Yeah. They're, they're behind everything. Yeah. All right. Now we've lost the European audience. <laughs> um. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Thank you, Zach, again for coming on. And, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know how to end this now because we still have to end the show and Zach's still here. So this is awkward. <laughs> this is very awkward. Well, thanks for having me. I guess I could step outside. Just <laughs> let me know when you guys are done. Yeah, just, uh, no. you know. All right, Zach, if people want to find you or your projects, current work, where can they go? Uh, they can go to youtube.com slash Zach Anner, and that is Z-A-C-H-A-N-N-E-R, um, or the official fan page of Zach Anner on Facebook and all the Zach Anners on Twitter and, and, uh, Instagram and, uh, um, what else is there? I think that's it. That's it. You and, do not have a mainly, Pinterest. What? <laughs> I said, you do not have Pinterest. I do have a Pinterest board, but I don't keep up with it. Who does these days? I don't know. I don't know. I'm always on there when I want to get ideas for, for uh, like, uh, like you know, like they have those mood boards and stuff. There's some weird. But stuff I'm writing on stuff, on but sometimes. then it's just some weird stuff. I'm like, yeah. what is this? I don't need to know how to make uh, my own nasal spray with essential oils. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to a quick break, and we'll close up the show. Now, this segment is brought to you by Audible.com. And for you, the listeners of the Gentleman's Call Flaw podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Um, 
Now, they're a great website, and if you like listening to podcasts, you like listening to audiobooks. Um, and again, with this free trial, you can download any title you would like. Um, I would recommend If at Birth You Don't Succeed, written by my good friend and friend of the show, Zach Anner. Um, he's a hilarious guy, and he reads his own audiobook, which is rare. So that's a bonus. So download his book today. He's a guest of the show. You can listen to his book for free. Now, audiobooks are great. Um, they work just like, you know, listening to a podcast. If you like listening to podcasts, you like listening to audiobooks. Well, you're sitting there, you know, uh, cooking dinner or uh, you're, you know, at work, uh, you know, typing some emails. Or maybe you're you're stuck in L.A. traffic like I am. Or maybe you're, you know, it's the weekend and you're just uh, sitting back and uh, doing some uh, Pinterest crafts uh, that you've always wanted to do that you've had there on your board just waiting for you to to, to tackle. Uh, you might as well listen to an audiobook while doing that. And, and people don't know that you, you killed two birds with one stone. You made an amazing Pinterest craft and you listened to the book. Now, I don't know which of our listeners are making Pinterest crafts, but um, there are some pretty manly crafts you can do on Pinterest. So go to audibletrial.com slash gentscofflaw to get your free audiobook download and your free 30-day trial today. You won't regret it. All right, we're coming to a close of the episode here. Um, so we'd like to thank our patrons on Patreon, as usual. And in, if you want to support the show... You can uh, go to Patreon if you've got a dollar to spare every week. You know, we want to give it towards the show. You can do that. No pressure. There are many perks on there. Um, we do, we've do. we done some bonus episodes. Uh, we've got some movie review episodes coming up. Um, stuff that you can't get just through the regular uh, iTunes or Podcatcher subscription. Um, so if you want to support the show, you get some, get some extras. We also uh, send out a, a free sticker to everyone who joins. So if you want a sticker of a little uh, scofflaw on there smoking a pipe with his mustache, it could be yours for a dollar an episode. <laughs> I stuck one to my dresser this last week. And now is when we announce the giveaway of um, our last week's uh, last week's uh, Instagram giveaway uh, in collaboration with our sponsor Phoenix Shaving. We're giving away a uh, a bottle of Tombstone aftershave and cologne, mm. which. Uh, you know, it's 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 it actually it's good stuff. It's good stuff. It smells like uh, leather, gunpowder, tobacco, geranium, bergamot. It's a very interesting scent, but yeah. it's. I'm going to be honest. The wife loves it. The wife loves it. Mm, so I wear it. It's all hit with the ladies. And drum roll, please. All right, the winner of the Phoenix Shaving Instagram giveaway is Solomon Crates. Solomon Crates, uh, mm. you won the aftershave. You should be getting a direct message from us on Instagram uh, to get uh, your address. And also, five runner-ups. Zach, <laughs> thank you for uh, coming on and ha- hosting us. Well, th- thank you for... Uh, well, you didn't have me. <laughs> thank you for having me on the show. Thank me for having you in the apartment. Uh, thank, thank you for you. having us have you. Thank you. Yeah. How about that? Okay. You, you are a gentleman in the scofflaw, my friend. Thank you. And you are too. I love, love, love scofflaw. John, you are a gentleman in the scofflaw. Donovan, you are a gentleman in the scofflaw. I appreciate that. I try. And, uh, Jordan, Jordan, you are a scofflaw and a gentleman. Well, thank That's you very right. much. And I, I concur. Well, you guys have a great weekend. 
This has been the Gentleman's Scofflaw Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Visit us on the interwebs at gentlemanscofflaw.com. Captain says, his ice on the river, we ain't getting home if we don't break through. So damn cold, I can't help but shiver. Rise and shine, we got work to do. Hey!